Good morning, everybody. Good morning, my neighbors. Yeah, how we doing? Top of the morning to you. Yes, it's uh, it's a little warm today. Yeah, it's a little warm. Even though I'm all bundled up, but I was. It's warm outside. It's like forty something. I mean, I'm tired of these swings and temperatures. Can we please bring in? Just make up your minds. Winter. I mean, it's not like it's warm, warm. It's warm by my standards, but no, it's, it's like it's, in a, it's muggy. It's like muggy, yeah. Because it's muggy um, three weeks before Christmas. It's very there's odd. weather coming. There's uh, low pressure, whatever. I remember a couple years ago, in like 20, I would say 19, 2018, uh, there was an El Nino year, and it was like 80 degrees on Christmas Eve. I actually went fishing. Doesn't that mean the boy? Little boy. Little boy. Yeah, that's when the warm the water in the yeah. Pacific. And this year's a La Nina year. But why do they call it? Like oh, you got to ask oh. Latin America. They're the ones who came up with that. Okay. So, uh, but it's a it's a warm day in New York. Warm by my standards, not really no, warm. It's, warm. It's it's, it's, it's definitely know. thick. It's a little muggy out there today. Uh, we need you to smash the rumble button on the way in, and of course, after at, as the show ends, smash it on the way out. Mm-hmm. And I hope you guys liked that little Instagram live we did last night. Yeah, it was it a was, fun it time. Was a fun little time. It was uh, a lot of regulars in the chat were uh, hanging out with us on Instagram. The two of us, uh, the Honorable Michael Crispy and Anna Perez. Yep, it was a fun well, time. I've never actually gotten to talk to before. Yeah, she was pretty cool. So yeah, it was cool. It was a good time on uh, on Instagram. A few yeah. folks didn't have. I think uh, we're gonna try to do that every Monday night now. Yeah, it was not bad. It was yeah. it was cool. So, uh, give us a follow over on Instagram. So. Yep, over there on Instagram. We now we have uh, Kevin McCarthy's speakership. Uh, we've been hearing about it. You know, he won the I guess the nomination, but he may not have the votes to actually win the race. So uh, we're seeing that his uh, speakership is. In some doubt, I wouldn't get too optimistic. Plus, you may get a real, real moderate if he loses. Mm. Uh, but his speakership is in doubt as of some new information which came out uh, early this morning. Also, if you're from Georgia and you haven't voted yet and vote. you're watching this. Herschel Walker. Go vote. You see it, the first thing you'll see on the ticker. Go vote. Is, uh, it says for, vote for Herschel Walker right there on the top of the screen. Matter of fact, uh, one of our friends in the chat... Uh, who lives in northern Florida, uh, has taken to the back of her car and wrote on it, um, vote for Herschel Walker at Georgia, vote for Herschel Walker, save the Senate, uh, and is going to be just driving around in Georgia today. Wow, that's spectacular. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, so um, if you're in Georgia, make sure you're listening to us at the polling place. Yes, make sure you vote. And um, you know what? Vote twice. <laughs> they do it. We could do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we're saying it. Go to a Dropbox. Have some fun. I don't feel great about our chances, but uh, you never know what happens until the game is played. So mm-hmm. let's see what goes on. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, so get out there and vote in Georgia for Herschel Walker mm-hmm. uh, to save the Senate or at least preserve uh, what is left of balance in the Senate. Because if we wind up down 51-49, uh, you know that. Well, then we've got uh, the committees hope. wind up being dominated by Democrats instead of being evenly split. So Moreover, then we have to hope that Cinema and Mansion both go the way of saving the Senate. Yeah, you know, so that's going to have to. Uh, that's going to end, but that's going to be a problem for both of them, considering they're both up for re-election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinema, I think, is going to. She's gonna she's gonna get primaried and lose. I would think in the Democrat Party out there yeah. in Arizona, yeah. uh, Mansion. I would think is uh, he's gonna probably hang on to his Democratic nomination. Mm-hmm. But and you know the Democrats would be smart to use Joe Manchin as like a Trojan horse. You know, so Republicans like him. You know, Republicans like Joe Manchin. He's a moderate. He's this. You know, 
So the the West Virginians who come out and vote for Mountain Mama, vote for uh, 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 Mansion, will continue to vote for Mansion, and the Democrats would keep a seat. So I would kind of I, I think they may use him as like a Trojan horse. They may not primary him, but I'm pretty sure they're fed up with Cinema. Yeah, and uh, and that they'll probably get rid of her. She I think Mansion though loses his. His actual seat yeah. in 24. I think West Virginia votes for uh, and, I, and a Republican candidate instead of Joe Manchin again. So that would be interesting. You know, it, it's, I, I wonder how he got, how he's been there as a Democrat for as long as he has been in the first place. But, uh, you know, let's see. Uh, Let's see what he does. I know, I mean, really when it comes down to the Senate, my biggest concern, not so much the bills being passed, but it's the destruction of the filibuster. And yeah, I, know no, that both an of, I know that both of them have said they would not vote against that. However, um, with, uh, you know, pro, uh, outward pressure from the parties, who the hell really knows? Yeah, you never know how it's going to go. Uh, so we have that about McCarthy. John Bolton says he's running for president. Um Okay, that's going to be fun. Uh, the guy, I, you cannot find a, a, a oh, he, he wants to bomb everything. I mean, Ben Shapiro's a little hawky. Compared to Bolton, he's like, he's like a dove. Uh, yeah, but compared, he was, compared to, I mean, Shapiro's hawkish, for sure. More than I'd like, as a fan of his. John Bolton makes Shapiro look like one of those anti-Vietnam War protesters. A dove. Outside of, yeah. outside of the White House. Or one of those people who set themselves on fire. From uh, so John Bolton, the mustache is going to be uh, running. I would for love to president. see him on the debate stage. See if he has any policy prescriptions other than bomb, bomb this place. Bomb. Yeah, yeah. So that John Bolton wants to run president. Um, the Missouri and Louisiana Attorney General have released a 359-page Fauci deposition in the social media collusion lawsuit. And according to a report from Just the News from uh, the Center Square staff, Anthony Fauci in his deposition said, I can't recall, 174 times. So you have that. Uh, Elon Musk has put a point on the board. Uh, It is now Musk 1, Apple 0, or you could say Musk 2, Apple 0, because uh, Apple did not pull Twitter. Not only did Apple not pull Twitter, Apple is now advertising on Twitter again, which Ah. means they are paying Elon Musk to advertise to the millions of Twitter users. So, uh, Musk, I got to change the ticker. I put Musk 1, Apple 0. I got to put Musk 2, Apple 0. The fact that they didn't ban it and they're buying ads now having to pay him, I'm giving that two points. Yeah, that's two. So it's like three. Oh, I'm not going with that one. He won two battles. Yes. Musk 2, Apple 0. Apparently, uh, Elon Musk isn't doing... Uh, public appearances anymore because his security detail has let him know that the assassination attempts are getting a little too real. Yeah, I would imagine that that's going to happen with Elon Musk after what he did with the Biden files. And that news broke uh, while I was watching Tim Pool while his house got shot up. His house got shot up. Yes. Someone shot up Tim Pool's house. We know uh, who did it? uh, No. He lives in West Virginia, so it probably could have happened from 2,000 miles away. I mean, like... Did like a deer walk by and like a bullet hit it, or was no. it like a house attack? I think, I think he was like attacked. Okay, so that's. We ever find out who swatted him? No, well he's been swatted nine times already. And we we don't know who did it nah. once. Nah, there's. I mean, you know, if you use one. Of How many th- times is this going to happen until until I start to say maybe he's doing it? Well, it's not hard to call in a fake. Thing. I know. You just do the text now. So perhaps somebody on his end of things is doing that for clicks. I don't think so. It could be nine times. We don't have. We don't know one person who did it. No. Okay. 
Interesting. You know, you can track a text now back to the phone that bought the well, account. Well, a text now, I'm sure there are ways that computer people know how to do know. that. I kind of feel is, like... That is so far over my this could be like a, realm. This could be like a... I don't know. A Kathy McGinnis incident? I don't think so. It could be. I don't see... Because everyone talks about it every time he gets swatted. I don't see Tim being the uh, the kind of guy that would do that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm just saying yeah. it's a, nine times is a little much. you know. And I don't hear about like it happening to other people. What's happened to Marjorie Taylor Greene a bunch of times? Uh, Twice, three times, as, I think. As far as I know. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't She's nine. got Maybe some serious questions up now, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We were talking about it last night on uh, on Instagram. There's there's some some stuff. And I don't know if MTG may be changing her tune a bit. I don't know. I, again, it's a, you know these people that get in, they gain notoriety, and then it becomes about Marjorie Taylor Greene and not about what she originally started. So we'll see. Yeah. Again, you know, she's a big McCarthyite, so I don't know. Again, I just, what was it, uh, someone brought it up last night about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think it was either Crispy or Anna, uh, about someone she's got, a, oh, Milo was on her staff. Yeah. Who? That's weird. Guy wants to destroy Trump. Yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene wrote in there on the coattails of the MAGA movement, but had Milo on her staff this well, Friday in October. I mean, I mean perhaps, <clears throat> you know, it, it is possible that the Milo wants to destroy Trump thing was, uh. 2016? When did he say in 2016? 2016. Trump didn't come out and defend him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I think the Freedom Caucus has something planned in the sense that I think McCarthy I I think McCarthy will become speaker. But I think they have something planned for what do we get for it? Because now the Freedom Caucus is getting bigger and bigger. Yep. Gaining more and more power. And I don't think they're going to be able to get away with, uh, well, we want Jim Jordan to be head of the judiciary. Because that's already going to happen, so I think Gates uh, Gates has got something up his sleeve. Yeah, I hope so. Matt so, Gates uh, is pushing because see, Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene used to be in lockstep. Marjorie Taylor Greene now firmly behind Kevin McCarthy, mm-hmm. um, but Matt Gates not. He's just coming out and saying, "Look, we we are." He doesn't have the votes. We're going to push hard to make sure he he doesn't win this. So uh, I don't know if he's trying to leverage him into a few more promises because you saw McCarthy pandering a little bit the last couple of weeks, going to the border. We're going to impeach Mayorkas. We're going to do you know we're going to do ABC. Uh, so <clears throat> McCarthy at the, at the very least scared that the Freedom Caucus is going to push McCarthy farther to the right, not in principle but on action. I, I hope so. Because they're going to action have to. matters, you know. Yeah. Action matters. I would like to I, see. action. I don't expect Kevin McCarthy to come out and be a uh, Thomas Sowell on welfare. No, but I do. I do think that the the larger the Freedom Caucus gets, the more uh, the more to the right his uh, his his actions will be, or at least his rhetoric. We could start with rhetoric, and then we'll we'll move to action because it's got to go in steps. Yeah. Start so. with uh, what you're going to do. So here's this article from the Washington Examiner: GOP plans for House committees delayed. As McCarthy grapples with the speaker vote, uh, with House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy's prospects for locking down the speakership remaining uncertain, the House GOP Steering Committee has... There's a steering committee? What are they, on a boat? <laughs> I don't know. It's a, has opted to push back its date for deciding contested races for committee chairmanships. Uh, with the panel only set to take up uncontested chair races on Wednesday, multiple senior GOP sources confirmed to the Washington Examiner the steering committee is tasked with deciding which members sit on and lead certain panels. I guess so it's like kind of like putting the pieces in place. Yeah. Uh, the, there's a committee for everything. There's like, a, what toilet paper should we have in the bathroom committee? Yeah. What do we have in the dinner committee? You know, that's cool. Uh, the they, speaker, uh, they, they, it is the... The, the, the land ha- of committees. The House Divided Subcommittee on Environmental... 
bleh. Yeah. Like it just, it's, uh, the, the House subcommittee on lunch. Yeah, it's insane. The Speaker of the House is allotted to a disproportionate number of votes, four. Uh, the number two GOP member in the leadership receives two, and all other steering members receive one. So the steering committee has to wait for there to be an actual speaker, or they have to know who the speaker is going to be before they start putting these people in place, according to this. So, uh, since they're not doing that, that would tell us that Kevin McCarthy may not be the Speaker of the House. It's very possible that he may not win that race, or they're not sure that he's going to yet. Uh, and that's just how close this this uh, this margin is right now. Two GOP lawmakers said they believe the steering proceedings could be pushed back to after the January 3rd floor vote when the floor vote for Speaker is slated to take place. Facing a a razor-thin majority, McCarthy is currently struggling to secure the 218 votes needed on the floor to become the next Speaker. Five conservatives, former House Caucus Chairman Andy Biggs, uh, who challenged McCarthy in the internal election, Representatives Ralph Norman from South Carolina, Matt Gates from Florida, Matt Rosendale from uh, Montana, and Bob Good from Virginia, have uh, publicly come out against the California Republican, vowing that they won't won't even vote present on the floor to bring down his threshold needed for the position. Multiple GOP lawmakers said additional members are expected to voice opposition to McCarthy in the coming weeks. So uh, not good if you're Kevin McCarthy looking to be the Speaker of the House. He's got a lot to kind of, he's got to kiss up to a lot of people. Yeah, he's definitely got to make, he's definitely got to make some, uh, some serious, serious deals. So it's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see how it uh, how it turns out. Uh, that looks incredibly weak for McCarthy. If he has to delay that until the speaker vote, he's got serious problems, one GOP aide told the Washington Examiner. Another senior GOP source uh, said McCarthy's numbers problem may stem beyond the far right flank of the party as he works to shore up support. Quote, there are non-Freedom Caucus members that Kevin McCarthy has not asked directly for their support. One senior GOP source familiar with the situation said, quote, the fact is he's so focused on trying to appeal to the right flank that it seems like he's just resting on his laurels that all the rest of them will fall on the line. They probably will. Yeah. Uh, But I just don't know that it's the case. Uh, Despite members of the conference voicing that they will not vote for him on the floor, McCarthy has expressed confidence that he will prevail in his quest to become Speaker. Look, uh, you're a weak leader, Kevin McCarthy. And as much as everybody wanted to point the finger at Trump uh, after the midterms, that has kind of faded away. And people are still looking at the fact that the Nick establishment, McCarthy, McConnell, McDaniel, are primarily to blame. Look, where has where have they been in Georgia? You know, Trump didn't go out and do the rally that he was going to do because, you know, too controversial, too in the news, let's not do it, et cetera, et cetera. Where are the other people? Where is McCarthy? Where is McConnell? What is McDaniel? The only person I've heard of in Georgia right now doesn't belong to, you know, or isn't directly affiliated with the GOP because they don't reach out to him. It's Scott Pressler. Mm-hmm. The only guy. And I'm sorry, but this guy's worked himself to death. And it's like the party is just letting this guy twist in the wind. Now, I know he's going to continue working, but the establishment ought to be ashamed. This is why I can't take party people. Like, all of them got to get smacked. All of them. Smack them. Ronald McDaniel, we need a woman to smack her because, you know, man, woman, that's, we don't do that. But smack these people. McConnell needs to be smacked. McCarthy needs to be smacked. All right? Like, and don't blame Ron DeSantis. He's doing the stuff in Florida. He's the governor of Florida. Right? So, like, but where are, you know, and he's been trying. He's in the neighboring state. He's voicing, you know, support. He's sending out the email. But, like, emails only go so far. I delete all, all of them. I delete every single one. 
The only reason why I haven't unsubscribed from them is because I want to know who's sending what. Okay? But, like, nobody's got... So, you you know, if we lose tonight in Georgia, which, you know, the odds are it's probably going to happen. Again, the party people. If you are a party person, I automatically don't like you. Because you are lazy. Because you suck at your job. It's like you love to lose. I've been watching losers for the last, I don't know, Jets. I'm a Jets fan. Okay? I know what liking to lose looks like or being comfortable with losing or coming close and moral victories and pat on the back. No. No. We're not patting anybody on the back. Get we, Where were we over the last month in mm-hmm. Georgia? What happened? Where, where, what, were we just feet on the table? Oh, don't worry. We'll just send out fundraising emails to do it, to, to, to help him out. No. Scott Pressler was the only guy that I know had boots on the ground in Georgia. The only one. We say it all the time that animals don't evolve to die, and a lot of these people just keep. Well, sending they need out, to die. They, they keep. They keep sending out. No, I'm talking about the 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 party as a whole. Yeah, you no. Know, yeah. I, 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 there's a story from the from the Daily Wire that the Georgia breaks record on the last day of early voting. More than 1.8 million Georgians, 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 have voted early in the state senate runoff. Uh, scheduled for December 6th, including a record high 353,000 voters on Friday. So, once again, I'll say it again, and I will say it going all the way up to 2024. If we do not embrace early voting, ballot harvesting, we will lose. So, I ask you now, do you want to remain on your high horse with a big L... Mm-hmm. Or do you want to win? I want some W's. I want I want to win. I want to start stacking once some Once we wins. win, then we can go back to election day. Until then, we have no other options. But to use the rules set forth, imagine if you were playing Monopoly. Mm-hmm. And you decided that you weren't going to buy any properties for the first five go around the boards. Right. Even though you were allowed to. Even though you were allowed to. And the other person's doing it. And the other person's doing it. <laughs> You're never going to win. No. You're never going to win. You're too far behind the eight ball. I say it all the time. Hockey. You know, if you decide to take the first two periods off and say we're going to score all of our goals in the third period, well, you're limiting you're limiting the amount of time to score. You're cutting two-thirds of the time off, right? You, the, hockey is 20-minute periods, right? So mm-hmm. you have, you're going to take the first 40 minutes of the game and say, nope, we're good, and and and, and give up as many – while the other team is still trying to score. Yeah. In that, in that 40 minutes, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're just – you're letting it just you don't, you fester. Don't, you and don't. now the final 20 minutes comes. All that team's got to do is really play 20 minutes of defense mm-hmm. to beat you. That's it. That's it. Think about how stupid that is. But here we are. as we And we the warning signs are out there. Everybody talked about it for a couple weeks. And I do believe that they're, you know, uh, this guy Duarte. By the way, shout out to Rumble. We're on the editor's picks right now on the front page. Oh, thank you so uh, much. So thank you, Rumble. I uh, really appreciate it. As we're at the top of the uh, the uh, editor's picks there on the front page, you see that. If you go to rumble.com right there, top. Look at that. There it is. Boom. So we have a big audience Man, right now. that is one. That, that coming is, in, cranking. If you guys are watching right now, please hit the Rumble button. A lot of folks are jumping yep. in. Remember to subscribe to LFA TV, rumble.com slash LFA TV. We are now 1,000 subscribers away from 40K. 40K. Uh, so. Which is like insane uh we are just we think the channel is just absolutely growing and, and going berserk um but if we're talking about georgia we're talking about what we what we had mentioned um after the the, the midterms literally the day after the midterms from a hotel in nashville i said folks thank you kong thank we you we said kong. folks 
It is time to embrace the entire process. And that's not to be confused with if you voted on election day that you should be voting early. No, Mm -hmm. that's a zero-sum game because it's one vote here or one vote there. It doesn't really matter. It's not to say if you didn't vote by mail this time because you voted earlier, voted in person on election day, that you should vote by mail next time. That's a zero-sum game. The point of the matter is, as a whole, as a party, as a group, we need to embrace the entire process instead of looking at the scoreboard and saying, well, we don't really agree with the way those points were scored, so we're just not going to score those points. While, and Lee Zeldin, I think, said this perfectly, we should not want to see across the United States everybody adopting mass mail-in ballots. No. But in the states right now, because elections are up to the states, in the states right now where that is a thing, we need to do it better than, than them. Period. End of story. Because if we don't, and we let the Democrats do it better than us in Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. What we saw in 2020 and what we saw in 2022 will be the norm, mm-hmm. which means losing will be the norm. And when a group or a team or an organization continues to lose, you build a losing culture. Exactly. This 100%. is why the Jets have not made the playoffs in like 15 years, it- because we have a losing culture. If the Republican Party is going to adopt... And get behind and be and be comfortable with a losing culture or a we got close or a we won by this much so let's celebrate then we will get smoked and we're going to stop we're going to cease to exist soon. And it's important to understand that if you live in these states, you like it's not like you don't know where to go to help. Bucks County, Maricopa County, Clark County, uh, Cobb County, you know where to go. Uh, what what that was the one in Michigan? I always forget the one in Michigan. I always forget the one in Michigan. That one county. Yeah. Uh, damn it. I'm never going to remember it. Uh. But you know where to go. You know what to do. It's going to be up to each and every person in their particular state, each and every state party, to understand that they must adapt. Or they must adopt, uh, adapt. Yes. I've been having this conversation with our local party people for weeks now. Any Anybody I can get my hands on here. And, you know, let's see if they, uh, if they, if they heed the warning. Because if they don't, we will lose. Yeah, we're going to keep losing. We're going to keep losing. And look, I, I told them, I'm like, look, mail out all the ballots. That's we'll, it. We'll go pick them up that's, that's here the on Long Island. Just, look, if you mail have, out the ballots and we will go pick them up if you instead have, of door knocking. Right. So we sent out. Yeah. Door, yes. This is a good so point. So we sent out. That's a good point. Thousands of people. Thousands of people. To go knock on doors. Hi, I'm here. Uh, I'm here representing Lee Zeldin. I just want to make sure you're going to be voting this year. Or. Hi. Uh, did you receive your mail-in ballot yet? I'm here to pick it up for you. Oh, you need help filling it out? Perfect. It's not like we don't know. It's not like we don't have the data on on where Republicans live. You can pick it out house by house. Hell, you can pick it out on one side of the house, both the other side of the house. I knew we were in trouble when a certain somebody decided to post on Facebook, someone who's a big fan of Thanksgiving, um, mm. about... The Democrats already committing election fraud by sending out to their registered voters absentee ballot applications that were filled out. Mm-hmm. Right now, they weren't signed. Yeah, they were filled out with a voter's name and a pre-filled excuse as to why they wanted an absentee ballot. Mm-hmm. And it, at the bottom, the voter had the opportunity to say, "I verify this to be true. The information on this is true." All the voter had to do was sign that page, send it back in the mail, and they would receive a ballot. 
Mm-hmm. We had party people here on Long Island. This is just so that everybody who's watching understands how close New York came and one of the reasons why we didn't do it. And we, we fell just short, okay? We had party people here on Long Island in Lee Zeldin's backyard complaining that that was election fraud. Months ago, we had young Republicans, not our friends, but some yeah. other people, saying that it wasn't fraud, but that it was unethical. Cry me a freaking river. This is not about ethical, okay? Especially our young Republican guys and gals here. Not the New York City crew. We no. love them. They will play to win all yeah. day long. All Those day guys long. are sharks. Those guys are the best, okay? But statewide, establishment-esque figures, they may be nice people, but complaining about the ethics. Folks, you have to win. It's not about, oh, well, this didn't make me, who are you? What are you, one of these people in, a, in, an, in an elementary school or something that with the pride flag came down, this doesn't make me feel good? No, 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 no. Nobody cares about, about ethics. The, it's not about the ethics right now. When you point at that and go, that's election fraud, this is terrible, we have to stop it. First of all, that's not going to stop it. Mm-hmm. Second of all, why don't we do it? You take all this money, you dump it into stupid races. You take all this money, you put it on television. That's good. How about going to like freaking what are the Kinkos and ordering a mass mailer of of uh, mail in ballot applications mm-hmm. so that your voters, not your likely voters, your unlikely voters. Mm-hmm. That don't come out, all of a sudden, instead of having to send people out to go knock on doors and say, hey, I hope you're voting on November 8th, blah, 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 blah. You're knocking on the people's doors that you didn't count on before, that you can count on now. Mm-hmm. Because you know they received a piece of mail that will allow them to vote from their home. You, will, you are going to bring the polls to them instead yes. of dragging them to the polls, which is so much easier. And folks, it was a five and a half, six point margin. We knew what we needed to win. We knew Republicans across the state needed to turn out at 70% of the voters registered to the party. We knew it. We ran the numbers. I had been running these numbers for weeks. I still have all the calculations. We knew what we needed. And instead, like the hockey team that doesn't play the first two periods and decides that they're going to score all of their goals in the final 20 minutes of the game, when they've let the other team score a bunch of goals in the first 40 minutes of the game, we expected to bring out 70% of our registered voters to the party on one day. It's not going to happen there are there are times when before mass mail-in ballots if you brought out 50 percent of your registered voters on election day you won in a landslide mm-hmm. those days are over and it's important to understand Unethical. also it's important to understand that relying on the weather is not a way to win elections no for a long time in this country and i genuinely mean this the president was decided on whether or not it was raining in ohio yep really because if it was raining in Ohio and turnout was low, that means Republicans lost. That's a serious thing that people talked about. It, whether it was raining in in Seattle, yeah. that was going to determine the governor's race. Whether it was, and, and not for nothing, it always rains in Seattle. It does. You know, when, when you when I have no problem playing by the rules that are set forth and then getting our people in to change those rules back to what we believe is ethical. But the fact is, right now, if you are not a shark, if you are not out there to win, get out of my way. Yeah, please. Get out of my way. Because, you know what? I'll work 16 hours a day for two months before an election. Because I like it here. I like New York. It's my home. A lot of people out there are just unwilling to 
either I don't know, maybe they're unwilling or maybe they're just in it for the clout, which I, I don't just, understand. I think it just comes down to, and we talk about the establishment people now, that they are comfortable where mm-hmm. they are. Exactly. They, Kevin McCarthy, like Mitch I McConnell, Ron McDaniel, they're just, they're comfortable in their seat on, at their desk with the nameplate on the door. They don't want anything mm-hmm. to change. They are, they personally are fine with their status quo. They don't care what type of impact this has on you or me or anybody who's watching this right now. They are comfortable. Therefore, they will not pull the necessary levers mm. to make change because they know when they activate a whole class of people to go do this ballot harvesting thing, new leaders will emerge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they will get replaced. There will be a Scott Pressler who will finally get the recognition from the GOP, the mm-hmm. establishment GOP, the party apparatus in the country, the RNC, that he deserves. This guy, but they don't want to elevate him because he moves people. They don't. Mm-hmm. And he, they know if he moves people, he will be the new leader. And that's fine. Because we will win. The- Lee Zeldin moves people. Okay? He moves the needle. He moves people. The guy's made a career off of taking blue seats and turning them into yeah. red seats. He's a winner. He recreates. He's very creative. He's, he's determined to win. He leaves it all on the field. This guy, over the last, you know, two months before the election, has, was hit, was crisscrossing the state. Mm-hmm. I don't think the guy was even, I mean, he was up somewhere when there was gunshots outside of his house with his kids. Yeah. I mean, come on. He was As in- doing, while doing reserve duty with the army. I think he was at a Columbus Day parade in the North Bronx. When his house was shot. Yes. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable... It really is an unbelievable... And we've been asked this all the time. How did you guys do what you did? How did you motivate and, and energize all these people? I'll tell you how. We made politics fun. You make it fun. You make it fun. These stodgy old Bill O'Reilly, tight-ass, boring conservative days... Are over. No, you can't have that. You Especially can't have that. When Partic- your movement is counterculture. Particularly if you want to get the younger crowd. Exactly. Which, look, the fact is, the Fox News audience, they're dying. Yeah. And not like, I'm, I'm not happy about it, but no. people die. Like, if you, we, we need to reinvigorate this culture. We need to, we need to let people know that it's fun to be a conservative and it's fun to be part of the counterculture. There was a kid up here who led a mask protest at his school while wearing one of our T-shirts. Yeah, which you can get at loudmajorityus.com. Yes, MAGA Republican, beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a great but thing. He led a mask protest at his school wearing one of our T-shirts. I got a call from the dean. Can you please tell? The, I'm not going to say his name. Can you please tell this kid? To put his mask on. And I said, why are you calling me? He's like, he's wearing your shirt. I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> sure enough, that kid was probably riding high. He's probably like, yo, everyone in school is probably sitting there going, can you believe what he did? Can you believe it? It was, it was probably the talk of the school. Sure enough, it's exactly what happened. You got to make politics fun. These all, I mean, look, do you really want to go have a beer with Kevin McCarthy? Nope. Or do you want to go have a beer with Dan Bongino? Yeah. You know, do you want to go have a beer <laughs> with Matt Gates, which I've done. It's 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 fun. It's a lot that's of fun. A fun time that's too. a fun time. That's a that fun is time. a lot of fun. You know, you got James O'Keefe coming out at these at, at these parties he has He's fun doing too. dance numbers. It's it's hilarious. You got to make politics fun. You want to engage new voters? Throw a 
cornhole tournament if you're a state senate candidate. You know, go have a, literally, if you want to get people out walking, you know you do it? You plop a keg on the deck. That's true. And order some pizzas. That's it. Or. Crispy. You, Shout out my Crispy. Yeah. Or. Who ordered the pizza? Or you could have another, another hors d'oeuvre appetizer at some country club with, you know. Uh, yeah. Where, where, Pinkies where, in the air. Where none of the men have made decisions in their marital life for yeah. the last 30 years. Pinkies they get in the beat air. by their rich wives. Yeah. Like, I don't need, who needs that crap? Smash that rumble button. The, part, the, part of the, the point of the matter is, you know, uh, again, if you, and, and, and throwing that cornhole tournament. You know, throwing that keg party, right? Hey, people go, ah, you know, alcohol. Ooh, the you want to register voters, do it at a tailgate. Right. At You know what? You're in Kansas City, Missouri. Go to a Chiefs you, game. Go to a Chiefs game. <laughs> yeah. You'll register. I don't know. Throw the song Red Kingdom on the whole day. You'll get people coming over because it's the Chiefs song. And you'll get voters. Literally, or you'll get volunteers. Pig. Roast a pig. And when everyone walks by, hey, are you registered to vote? That's it. You know, it, or, or, it's you get, hard, guys. or you get volunteers for your campaign that way, right? You throw a, uh, oh my gosh, there's a state senate candidate throwing a, a pig roast to, to volunteer for their campaign, whatever, right? And you get these guys that come down. Mm-hmm. But you're going to get a different group of people. You're going to get a group of people that want to get out and do something. Yeah. The, those are people you can rely on to go walk and knock on doors or pick up mail-in ballots or follow up with voters if, if they have done that. Mm-hmm. And that's the way this party needs to go. And We've we got to reinvent the wheel. And what we've done is we, we, we send... 500,000 emails a day. I mean, if I didn't get another one about Herschel Walker's running in Georgia, good. What are you doing about it? This email is in my junk folder. And if I have put it in my junk folder, everyone else has put it in there because we're tired of it. If we donate $50 and you do a 10 times match and $500 goes into the, into the campaign, that's fantastic. What are you spending it on? Mm-hmm. Where is it going? It's like when we send money to Ukraine. Where is it going? When we send money to the RNC, what are you doing with it? What are you doing with it? Or are we just are you just taking that and reinvesting it in your ridiculous system to send out more emails? Mm-hmm. Is that what's going on? Because if that's what's going on, sorry, I don't want to be a part of that. Or to pay some ridiculous consultant from D.C. who's going to tell you national polling when you know what you need in your local election. Oh, don't get me which started we on deal that. With, the consultant class oh. in this party has let us down. Like, I like I cannot even tell don't you. Don't get me started on because that. Because the fact is... stories we could tell for days. I can get Dr. Cordy Williams on here. He could tell you all about mm-hmm. the consultant class. The consultant class is... Un- and it's, it's so bad. Because all I've ever heard is the consultants told me this. The consultants told me that. A... Who is that? B, where are they? C, have they ever been in your neighborhood? Right. It is incredible to watch some people be so blatantly blind because some consultant on K Street told him that, oh, no, no, well, this doesn't poll very well. No, you know what does poll well? You know what polls well in your particular area. You know, we we had somebody up here tell us the vaccine mandates weren't important in a congressional race on Long Island. Yep. Quite literally, that's all anyone talked about. But nationally, it polls at like 4%. Right. We had been holding protests across the state for the last 18 months at this point uh, regarding mandates, masks, vaccines, you know, COVID lockdowns. No, it only polls at 1%. We don't want to focus on that. Education, you know, parental rights mm-hmm. and all that. The the school board stuff that we had gotten going on for the last eight. Nope, that's polling too low. Okay. Well, guess what happened? You lost. Didn't work out. And, 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 and. We knew our market. Mm-hmm. We were on the ground, but the consultant, you know. The, but the, we don't. But know. we don't live just outside the Beltway, right? You know. So these people too they, new at this. They, rookie, they too, too new. Yeah. It's um. It is. It is a an unbelievable thing to watch how people can waste so much money 
on on nonsense because they're told that's how you win races. Yeah, you pretty, win races by disgusting. sending out text messages. Well, no, you don't. You win races right. by meeting voters, by getting out, and we saw that in this election. Engaging new people, motivating new people to do that's new it. things, not the same things. Engage new people to do new things. That's how we'll win. And I think a a an RNC headed by a Lee Zeldin type who seems to understand that Scott Pressler is a god among mm-hmm. men when it comes to things like this will help us. It may not be the 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 final answer, but it'll definitely be. A monster step in the right direction. Yeah. But before we get going, right. before we keep going, guys, make sure you guys are smashing that rumble button. Want to welcome all the new people in the chat. Oh, you're beautiful, I have to say. You people are fantastic. Look at you. You look at you coming into the rumble chat. It's a wonderful place, and uh, you're doing a fantastic thing. I have to say, every single person who's in the rumble chat right now is probably a patriot. And if you are, then good for you, and let's make America great again. How do you like that? You know, Vladimir Putin crapped himself. I wasn't going to say it, but now I'm going to do it. He fell down the stairs and he crapped himself. Never would have happened if I was your president, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, head on over to LaMajorityUS.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Check out the shop. I saw somebody in the chat. T-Bell wants us to come to Gettysburg to do a uh, get-out-the-vote drive. I know you'll you'll be searching for ghosts. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be camping. I'll, I'll camp out at McMillan Campground right over there, right behind the Confederate gun line. I'll do it. Just go. Well, well you're when? at McMillan Campground. I will be at the Day is In. Yeah, I've fun that day's in over there is not very nice <laughs> or whatever the holiday in the one where you get to make your own uh waffles that in the morning the days in that, that's i i love i don't know what hotel that is but, but those fat waffles like they, those fat so waffles good, man. Oh, they get the little cup of uh yeah you mix it in i'll be over there doing the get out the vote stuff with you guys make sure you guys are smashing that rumble yeah button. hit the rumble Thank button you. let's go crazy you got a word from our sponsors let me uh give you something quick a word uh from our sponsors here this is the tack mini saw uh this is folks insane it's awesome stuff uh, I'm going to put this uh, web page up for you so you see it. The Tackrite Mini Saw. There it is. Boom. It's a handheld chainsaw. The thing keeps selling out. Uh, the last time we showed our audience the Tackrite Mini Saw, uh, it sold out in under 24 hours, and it was out for three months. Now it's back in stock, and it is ready for holiday shipments. Look at this bad boy. Uh, only 100 left, and look at the dates up there. Got to be careful there, Tackrite. December 1st to January 6th. Don't want to give anybody... Don't want to put saws in the same conversation as January 6th. You know say, what? Maybe not. But uh, the last time we showed the product, it sold out like crazy. Now it's back, and people are going, why the heck would a saw sell so quickly? Well, it's due to the affordability of this amazing senior-friendly mini chainsaw, which thousands of Americans are in love with. Uh, it can be operated with just one hand. Look at that. It fits in the palm of your hand, and it can help trim your trees two times faster with much less effort. The mini saw is big tools. Worst nightmare. Big tool. Kevin McCarthy, big as tool. I call him. They have been trying to hide Half mini the saw. I went to high school with. Big there you tool. Go. Big tool. They have been trying to hide mini saw from the everyday consumer, and they've even banned it in big box retail shops. So it's like Big box retail shops is like Twitter. The Tackrite Mini Saw is James Woods. Banned. Can't have it. Gone. <laughs> Big Tool is threatened by this device and its potential to cut haha, into profits. Update. The Mini Saw is on sale today with a 50% off and free shipping promotional discount to new, con- uh, uh, to new customers. Claim your discount at Tackrite Mini Saw. TackriteLFA.com. Excuse me. Tackright LFA Lima Fox right out like our channel LFA TV TackrightLFA.com to claim your discount. It's awesome. Look at these reviews. Uh, Ralph A. We talk about him all the time. He's like the real MVP. There's another one on here from William S. I wonder if that's William Shakespeare. Great power. And 
and extremely good for cutting small limbs to be or not to cut or not to cut i'm seldom impressed with most tools especially with ones that don't cost a lot of money but this really exceeded my expectations and at a very good price so william shakespeare a big uh promoter of of the mini saw to cut or not to cut oh yes were shakespeare alive beautiful he would Mini definitely saw. have the saw. I he think. would. He would have it. He would say, "Romeo, wherefore out there, Romeo?" Romeo would say, "Excuse me, I'm using the mini saw. That's what's happening. You're going to have to wait." <laughs> All right, That's folks. spectacular, guys. Once you get hit that rumble button, head on over to loudmajorityus.com. Once the show's over, sign up for the newsletter. Check out the shop. Let us know if you want us to come to your neighborhood to help you guys uh, show you how to uh, go out and get those ballots because we have perfected it here. Oh, yeah. We just need a little bit of help from the people in, in Yapank. Yes, a little bit, a little bit. Which and the computer which, system's up. Which we're never going which to get. Been, yeah, well, let's not. Which so. we're never going to get. It also, is what it is. Uh, yeah, uh, if you guys want to see our Monday, Wednesday, Friday show, head on over to rumble.com slash loudmajorityus. Same as the website, just put a rumble.com right in front of it. Yes. And uh, check out our Monday, Wednesday, Friday show. Always a good time over there where we really tackle some some local issues that, that have national implications. I've got a big monologue coming tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm jacked about. I'm excited for tomorrow. I'm jacked. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Mustache mania, is it a thing? John Bolton running for president. I... Please, yeah, yeah, I would I, love to see I, it. I, look, I want. I, I very it. much. Okay, do I gotta it. be very clear about this. I very much do not want John Bolton to be president. But I want to see him run. I very much want to see him run for president. Yes, he's going to run. His running mate will be his mustache. Former National Security Advisor John Bolton revealed Monday he will run for president in 2024 to spoil Donald Trump's reelection bid because we got him now. Yeah, John Bolton is the silver bullet, I guess, setting the stage for the entry of Trump's first rival in the Republican. I cannot wait. To see the, the nickname. I can't wait to see it. You know, this, uh, maybe he can direct his ire at Bolton and stop yelling at Ron DeSantis. I can't wait to see this. Uh, Bolton took aim at his former boss for suggesting over the weekend that parts of the U.S. Constitution should be terminated to overturn the 2020 election. Defeat during an interview on NBC News' Meet the Press. Uh, if no other potential. So that's why. So you're going to be a Republican uh, presidential nom- nominee and you're on Meet the Press. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're really, you're really reaching the base there, John. Uh, no other po- uh, potential Republican candidates, quote, make Sherman-esque statements in response to what Trump said, Bolton declared, I'm going to seriously consider getting in. So John Bolton, the mustache. There he is. I'm on John Bolton, and I would like I, to I will say, you. as much as I dislike him and basically everything he stands for, it's a quality mustache. Hmm. As far as mustaches well. go, it is a good It's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, That's why we like him more than, we like the mustache more than yeah, him. There's three mustaches that are acceptable on planet Earth. Tom Selleck. Yeah. Keith Hernandez. Yep. Keith Hernandez has got a stash. John Bolton. Yeah. That's it. That's it. If you are not any of those three people and you have a mustache, don't. Don't. No. You just just don't. don't. Shave it off. Shave it. It Take is not it. 1982 anymore. It's gone. Let it go. Yeah, I don't like the whole mustache. You got to go with full facial hair. Yeah. It's nice. And I'm happy your beard is growing in nice. Yeah, it's coming it's back. very good. I shaved. For those who don't know, I shaved like two weeks ago. And, uh, well. Gillette, the it, best of man It wasn't get. great. It was pretty rough, actually. It's all right. I looked like, a, uh, I looked like uh, uh, the, the opening scene of Looney Tunes. The vaccine doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> that's our show tune there yeah. for the new listeners right there. We, for for we, all the new we listeners, sing we, when the vaccine we sing work. on this show. Yes. We sing when we get to 400 Rumble, so if you want to see us sing, oh, make sure you guys hit that. Why did you say that? Because now we're going to have to sing. Good. We'll sing Mountain Mama. 
country road. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, so John, so John Bolton is going to run for president. That's just a laugh. Uh, Louisiana, Missouri Attorney General have the uh, Fauci deposition 174 times. Anthony Fauci said he doesn't recall, which is funny because he never had a problem recalling anything mm-hmm. until he was put under oath. Now he can't recall. So that's pretty funny. I, I, I'm not going. I'm going to say this right now. 359 pages. I. I <sighs> Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to buy the audio book. That's a lot to read. I think I'm going to buy the audio book. Particularly because I'm sure there is an aggressive amount of grandstanding coming from both sides there. A whole lot of filibustering. A whole lot of cutting off that poor stenographer. Yeah. Honorable. Uh, 359-page transcript of the deposition of Dr. Anthony Fauci, the chief medical advisor to President Joe Biden, was released Monday by the two attorneys general who filed a lawsuit alleging government collusion with social media companies. Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and several Biden administration officials were named in an 86-page lawsuit filed by Eric Schmidt of Missouri, who was elected to the U.S. Senate in November, and uh, Louisiana's Jeff Landry. The deposition shows Attorney uh, John Sauer of Schmidt's office conducted the questioning. The deposition contained 63 exhibits, including confidential emails and media reports. The deposition began at 8 a.m. on November 23rd and ended at 5 p.m. So that's about nine hours. That's yeah. uh, that's a long time. Uh, Sauer asked if Fauci was on a first-name basis with somebody at Twitter. Well, right now, no, but when my daughter worked at Twitter, so Fauci's daughter worked at Twitter. So he, So his daughter worked at Twitter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, what are we? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Right like... now, no, but when my daughter worked at Twitter, I was on a first name basis with her, Fauci said. And uh, Twitter suppressed the other story. In Twitter. Did he, wait, he claimed he was on a first name basis with his daughter? Yeah. Wow. Which is an accomplishment. I'm surprised anyone wants to associate no, with this guy. He definitely was like, he tried to say that. Well, I mean, I was on a first name basis with my daughter when she worked there. Like, Ha ha. She was the one who suppressed the story that he won't let Harry Potter get his gold. Yes. Yes. Because if you guys don't know this or not, Harry, uh, Anthony Fauci actually played the, uh, the goblin. The, the goblin yeah. who worked at Gringard's bank in Harry Potter. Sauer asked for Fauci's opinion about, quote, whether people should be allowed to post on social media uh, their opinions. That might be dangerous or lead to a loss of life. Uh, Fauci said, you know, again, you say aloud. I don't know what the legal or other First Amendment issues are associated with that, Fauci said. That's not my lane or my area of expertise as a physician and a scientist and a public health person. I'm very sensitive to the fact that disinformation, including some of the disinformation that we discussed that, for example, has people avoid life-saving interventions, is dangerous to health. So... They're asking basically, you know, the the question was phrased poorly because Mm -hmm. Fauci was not the arbiter of what should be allowed or not allowed at Twitter directly. However, the White House would say, Anthony Fauci says this. They would usher that information into people over at Twitter, including what seems like Fauci's daughter and Vijaya Gade, who interfered in the 2020 election, by the way. This is today is December 6th. The Georgia runoff is today. Uh, but today is December 6th, 2022. Uh, this is your daily reminder that Vijaya Gade interfered in the 2020 election. And excuse me, but when we say Vijaya, we don't want to get caught on a bus with Billy Bush. We talk about Vijaya because if you think about it, it could be someplace that I said maybe I wanted to grab, but maybe I never said that. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jesus. I, yeah, it is what it is. You know, look, it wasn't me. I didn't say Trump said it. Um, but, um, you know, we look at, at Fauci. No, he's going to say, I didn't 
ban people on social media, but it was what he said yeah. that got people banned. It was his suggestions that got people banned on social media. And now when he's put to task, answer questions about all of these things, 174 times, I can't recall. Well, that's what happens even with the even with the Elon dump, with the Elon uh, Twitter dump. Remember, it was a dump, not a leak, because was, dumps and leaks are two different things. Yes. Yes. In there, it's the FBI never directly told Twitter, but they said, hey, guys, just so you know, a disinformation dump may be coming. Guys, over here, it may be coming. So uh, when you see something that looks like it might be disinformation, just know that it's coming from over here. Yeah. Like, hey, come on. Like, what are we doing here? <sighs> what, I, Hack and I, leak campaigns. I've got them. some interesting news. Have, did you know Yeah. they have still not called the Lauren Boebert house race? Yeah, it's race? going to recount. Unbelievable. Yeah. We are now one month away from election day. Yeah. No, we are... Uh, we are uh, Georgia month- is going to have two elections before Colorado's Gets third... Gets done with their first one. ...can have their... France does this in 45... Yeah. The French don't do anything on time. Except surrender. Except surrender. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's so excited to hear Emmanuel Macron talk about... Um, <sighs> talk about anything. He's a weird dude. Because I just want to go up to him and just be... You understand... That word, not for us, you'd be speaking German. Yeah. Twice. Twice. Yeah, twice. Two times. Twice. Uh, twice. It, it really, it's it's an incredible thing. Also, I've got this fun story from the post-millennial. Uh, women who were protesting a male murderer going to a women's prison were violently attacked by Antifa. Oh, that's nice. So it turns out that Antifa actually doesn't give a crap about anything. They're just into the new thing. Yeah. Women protesting the potential placement of a, of a convicted killer oh. in a women's prison in Oakland, California on Monday were attacked by trans activists. Oh, nice. They were demonstrating in front of the Alameda County Courthouse holding signs that read, Dana Rivers is a man, no men in women's prisons, speaking out against Rivers being housed in a women's prison. I don't know if you saw this, but this is my favorite meme. <laughs> That's it's on my Twitter. Oh. It says, uh, oh, sugar, honey, iced tea. Antifa has a tank division. It's four fat white ladies. So it's, uh, it's pretty it, funny. You know, it just, it, it, uh, trans activists followed the women and attacked them, throwing eggs and pies. Eggs. Which would make sense. And then stealing their signs, the trans activists revealed in their violence. It's, it's, it is incredible to watch hmm. these Antifa activists who genuinely... It, it, they will just jump on whatever the new thing is. Yeah, they'll just jump in there just for the sake of doing I love it. when they go, okay, black trans women's lives matter. Right. Black trans women. That's so like that's, like that's 12, black men matter. That's like 12 people. Yeah. Well, I love the fact that Antifa are so pro-women that they're now pro-men. Yeah. I mean, they have come full circle. They've gone. The, the, the dog, as I said, has chased his tail, caught the tail, ate the tail, and is now eating its back legs. Yeah, well, that's that's the problem with people who don't have... It's um, like the game Snake. It's the problem with people who, who don't have jobs. Yeah, oh, yeah, well. It, yeah. it would really help if you guys like went to work. Work. I mean, even our potato is working. He's doing yeah. a tough job overnights now in a supermarket. Yeah. But he's, you know, our he's our little buddy. Yeah. Now, I said we were going to get to this yesterday. We didn't. I want to just at least let everybody know about this disturbing thing. It's from the post-millennial also in Virginia. A Virginia primary school. Folks, remember this? Remember when Disney, there was a whole controversy last week. I put it up. A lot of people put it up this year. Dr. Cordy Williams on Facebook, on uh, Instagram put it up as well. Disney in the show, I think it's called Clauses uh, or Santa Clauses or whatever. It's a holiday show. Uh, I said, we love you, Satan. Now, the, the context behind it was the kids misspelled Santa. And, oh, my goodness, they made this horrible mistake because Santa is a nice guy. And Satan's not a nice guy. And it was supposed to be ha-ha funny. Um, this 
being in a children's show isn't funny. Now, I put that up a lot more. The majority of people agreed. But there were some people on our side going, calm down. It's a joke. This is why people like us have, you know, that we're called conspiracy theorists tinfoil hat. Okay. First of all, no, I will not calm down. Because if this is on a Disney show and you have to now explain to your child, maybe they don't know who Satan is, that's on a Disney program. Now you got to say, well, the kid's asking mom that who is Satan? Why is that bad? What is the devil? What is this, that, and the other thing? You've at least started the thought process of the kid now looking into... Satan. And now that there's a lot of, I don't want to use this word, but misinformation out there that Satan's not a bad guy, that we should be, you know, we should embrace him, you know, i.e., uh, uh, what was it, uh, was it Kylie Jenner, one of those photo shoots with the blood all over her yeah. and all that stuff? I mean, it this was, is it, something... It was one of them, I'm not sure. I, it was I, one I, of the Jenners. I can never tell, I yeah. don't know, it was Kylie? It was Kylie. I, so, if they were in front of me, I wouldn't know the difference between Kylie and what, what to say? Kendall? Thing? Kendall. Yeah. So this is the, this is this... We love you, Satan. It was in Disney. I said, this is not something to take lightly. We don't calm down about that. We have to make sure that people are held accountable. That got through several layers of creative and production and editing and writing, and it still made it to the screen. Um, and now it's on. It, yeah. Your kids can consume that. Okay? So we love you, Satan. Oh, calm down. It's not a big deal. Well, now we have in Virginia, that's supposed to start on December 15th, and a folks, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not joking about this, an after-school Satan club. Here it is. Post-millennial. Let's go through this real quick. Hey, kids. Right here. You see that? Hey, kids. Let's have fun at an after-school Satan club. The Satanic Temple presents the after-school Satan club. I mean, this is not... Something that, like, this isn't something that we're going to just laugh away. Oh, ha ha, it's a joke. Folks, they're trying to introduce Satan to your child in any way possible. And I'm not even an, like a, a massive religious guy. But from a moral standpoint, right, that is not good. No. Okay? You talk about, we can talk about good versus evil, right versus wrong, heaven versus hell. Okay? Introducing Satan... To your kids, whether it is through, whether it's through Disney, right, or it's through an after-school club, the Satanic Temple is now going into a primary school, ages five to seven, and is having an after-school club because now listen to this: the seven tenets include beliefs that uh, it should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world, and quote the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. So you are now going to teach the children five to five to seven years old that social justice holds a higher precedent, higher priority than the rule of law. Moreover, you're teaching five-year-olds that the rules don't matter. It's whatever they want. Is it's whatever they want subjectively. So basically, this club is for all the five-year-olds who are in the candy aisle at the supermarket, stomping their feet. The Satan Club here at the school said that they're trying to prevent Christian indoctrination. Here it is, uh, Rose Bastin. Oh, one of the you mean like the foundation of Western culture? You know, good morals uh, and nice things like that. Yeah. Rose Bastin, who's one of the uh, representatives of this. After school Satan clubs. I would like to add that this club is only happening because of the evangelical club that is already present at the school. That does aim at indoctrinating children. And we received a request from a concerned parent, a concerned parent, to make sure there is another club available to kids that don't wish to be taught that they are sinful and subject to burning in hell for all eternity for slight infractions. Yeah, I'm sure I, I'm sure that's what the Christian club at the first grade school is telling their kids. Yeah. You know, you're going to burn in hell forever for a... First off, you don't burn in hell for a slight infraction. Yeah. You hang out in purgatory for like, I don't know, like, like 10, 15 years. Yeah. You know, which in heaven, 
It's like three minutes. No, it's, I, it's, I, it's I, just. I, uh, I cannot. Brandon, do I have that right? I think. Uh, I think I got that right. I don't believe in purgatory. Oh, okay. There is no. Ah, uh, all right. Well, ah, uh, see, I, I, I don't know. Here you go. Now, according to according to another post, you think this is just a one-off, right? Oh, well, it's just Virginia. According to another post from Everett, the program at B.M. Williams Primary School will be the, not second, not third, not fourth, the fifth after-school Satan Club and program. Fifth. So there's five of these things across the country. All right, you can say, all right, a lot of schools, only five of them. How long till there's ten? How long mm-hmm. till there's 20? How long till there's 40? How long, that's how this happens. Oh, well, it's only one transgender surgery. Now yep. it's a billion-dollar industry. Folks, this is happening. It's happening everywhere. It, this is... Do not let anyone tell you that the slippery slope argument isn't true. Then, no, this, because it, it's it literally, 100% true. It happens not once, not every other... Every time it happens. It happens. Every time you give an inch or you say, oh, that's just a one-off, it happens every time. Every, every time. So, and look... I've been wrong before. When Rick Santorum was going on TV, you know, 15 years ago and talking about gay marriage and using the slippery slope argument, I was a young man, maybe 16, 17 years old, thinking to myself, what did come on? You're being dramatic. No, no. He wound up being right. He wound up 100% right. And the question always is, is that after the trans stuff, what's next? After the Satan stuff, what's next? What's next? There's only one option. Yeah. I mean, it, it really... This should open your eyes. The Disney thing should open your eyes. The Balenciaga stuff should open your eyes. The fact that you have Satan clubs in primary schools should open your eyes. And there is no turning away. There is no turning away from stuff like this. There's no turning away from it at all. And if you do turn away, you're doing your kids and the children of this country a disservice. Redneck 1776 goes only five. That's six too many. That's six too many. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I like that. that. All right, on that note. Uh, head over to loudmajorityus.com. Uh, we thank Rumble for putting us up on Editor's Picks this morning. That was a really great thing. You hit 400, so you have to sing. We had 400, so the, we have to sing. Uh, so we will sing about the vaccine by saying, dun, 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 dun. The, vaccine the vaccine doesn't work. The vaccine doesn't work. Okay, that's it. <laughs> uh, we used to have to say it because we were on YouTube on our uh, other that, show. That was the awful. The vaccine has a hard time working. That was awful. But it doesn't. All right, folks, uh, check us out uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can find us on our Rumble channel, rumble.com slash loudmajorityus. You can head over to loudmajorityus.com, pick up the MAGA Republican uh, hoodie. And shirt and t-shirt. Uh, we got we grab got, all your stocking stuffers for Halloween, guys. Yes, we got for Halloween. We, for Halloween, I definitely said that. You did I just said Halloween for yeah. Christmas? <laughs> wow, we got a whole bunch of different flags, guys. Trump twenty four flags. We the people are pissed off flags. Yep. Or if you want to support a good La Majority U.S. flag, Boom. bingo, bango, bingo, bango. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For all the new uh, viewers out there, we're on every Monday through Friday, uh, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. right here, rumble.com slash loudmajority, uh, rumble.com slash LFA TV, sorry. Uh, hit the subscribe button on your way out. Hit the rumble button on your way out, and we will be back tomorrow. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Stop complying with any unlawful mandates and madness if you still live in a state where any of those things exist. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, loud crowd and red-blooded patriots of the world, stay loud.